All right. Hey, guys, what's going on, man? My name's Chris Huckes, and this is Your Best Life Defined. So, hey, what a title for a podcast, right? Actually, it's a it comes from my childhood. When I talk about where I've been and why I understand the struggle that most people face in their life, that's where it comes from. You see, this this story centers around my first stepdad. His name was Richard. We called him Dick. And it was a name he earned. Actually, I would have called him Dick even if his name wasn't Richard. He was this mean man who drank too much and his hobbies were drinking too much beer and beating women and that's what he did. And when I look back at my childhood, I don't remember too many holidays that I have positive memories of. In fact, of all the memories I have, most of my memories around Christmas and Thanksgiving, anytime people got together, there was alcohol involved. And for that matter, most weekends, my life sucked. And this is just one of those instances. So it was Christmas. And I don't remember what year it was. It must have been about 1970 because I think we moved like six times in 1970. And partly because my stepdad had, he was a career criminal. We picked him up from the front door of the Colorado Department of Corrections. And that's how I actually met this hero. But it was Christmas Eve and he'd been drinking his tall boy Budweiser's all day, sitting in front of the CB radio, making noise and talking shit. And apparently at some point in the evening, him and my mom got into it and it was a usual cycle. He would drink too much. She would get in his business. And the next thing she knows, she'd get her ass kicked. Okay. And that's just the way it was. Well, um, on this particular occasion, I'm hiding under the blanket in my bedroom, which was adjacent to the living room where the fight was going on. And I'd been through this cycle so many times already in my life. that was just like, I would sit there under that blanket and I would just think to myself, man, if I could be anywhere, if I could be anywhere. And I remember my sister coming in and she goes, hey, where's, you, where's the gun? And I had a small 22 Ethica. It was a kid's gun. My dad had bought it for me when I was five, and we, my real dad had when we were, my family was still together. We would go rabbit hunting. He taught me how to hunt and shoot and how to use a gun. And I had my hunter safety card by the time I was six. And my sister comes in and says, how do you load it? So I loaded it. It was a single shot, 22, had a lever action. You slide that bullet right down in it, and then I clicked it shut. And then I explained to her that you have to pull the hammer back in order for it to fire. It was a single action. And I settled back in and it didn't dawn on me until after she walked out of the room and I heard him start yelling that I realized what she had done because I heard her. She said, hit her again and I'll kill you. Now this is my sister. She's five years older than me, so she's probably 14 years old. And I don't remember the events from that point on. All I know is that it was a whirlwind of events. He's on the CB radio calling for help, the equivalent of 911 or whatever. And I'm just, and the next thing I know, I'm in a foster home. They hauled me away. I don't know where my brother is, where my sister is. I'm all alone and I'm nine years old. And that's where this story comes from. That's, that's where all this comes from. And, and forgive me if I'm not connecting with you. Forgive me if it's not energizing or exciting enough. I don't really care about entertaining you. I look at your life and I see that you struggle. And even if you don't want to admit it or post it on social media, it's true. We're all struggling right now. Even, if, even for those people who haven't lost their jobs, we're still struggling. We're struggling to make sense of all of this upheaval in our country and all these this misinformation and these lies we're being fed. We're trying to find a truth in a world that doesn't have any truth. 
Now, I'm not trying to drag you down. I'm not trying to, I mean, this is supposed to be an uplifting podcast to get you motivated to live your best life. But in order for that to happen, we have to start by being honest with ourselves about who we are and where we're going. And the truth is, you're not alone. The guy next to you that you think has that perfect life with that fancy car and the nice yard, he's broken just like you are. And I don't think we ever get unbroken. I'm still as broken as ever. But amid all that brokenness, what I've done is I've allowed myself or I've found a way to focus my energy on living a better life. And I mean, what else can you do? I mean, amid a shitstorm, what do you do? You just try and find a place where you're not getting hit by it, right? And I say in my choice, with my choice in my life, the thing about it is, is that I'm living in a fifth wheel. It's not perfect. In fact, my son came over this morning. We had a conversation about, you know, our decision to go to Grand Rapids. And he was surprised we stayed in Meeker as long as we had because it's hot and kind of desolate where we're staying. And that's the that's the constant focus of, of our life, of Sandy and I's discussions, is how do we improve what we've created? So we're going to head to head Grand Rapids and we'll take a look around. We're going to stop in this next week and go through Colorado Springs because they have a couple RV parks there that might give us access to more of the things we love. I mean, it's right there by Garden of the Gods. If you've never been there, you need to go check it out. It's awesome. And that way we can make an informed decision. But the reality is this is where you should be. I mean, I'm not judging you for where you're at. What I'm saying is that you can wake up or sit down right now and say, all right, here's the list, line down the middle, things that suck about my life and things that are great about my life. Write them down. You can get another piece of paper. Things I love to do, things I hate to do. It doesn't matter how you divide it. The issue is you're running out of time. And that's the thing, well, I'm not always he's talking about. Well, I understand this is irritating because, in part, because it's kind of a hard concept for most people to understand because it goes against everything you've been taught. Work hard, work hard. Oh, nice. You got a mortgage. Hip, hip, hooray. And I don't understand that in itself. Why would your child come into you saying, hey, guess what, dad, mom, I'm in debt for 30 years, just like you guys. Yeah, I get to work every day of my life with weekends off where I work some more. Oh, does that offend you? <laughs> Shouldn't. It's the truth. What did you do this weekend? What will you do next weekend? What did you do this week? How much time did you spend laughing your ass off? How much time did you spend doing shit that makes you go, yeah? <laughs> I'm sorry. As I kick into this, I start realizing that I don't have to make any excuses for why this looks like it does. Because the truth is, whether you listen to it or not, it doesn't change the fact that it's true. Look at your friggin' amazing life. You got credit card debt, car debt, house debt, insurance debt, water bills, gas bills, electrical bills. And all you dream about is having some fun. Someday. Someday I'm gonna, someday I'm gonna. Have you noticed what happens to people who wait until they're 65 to start having fun? Not judging, not judging, but in most cases, guess what? They're too tired, they're too fat to do it, to do it, to have fun. How many surfers you know at 65? How many guys that are competing in CrossFit at 65 years old? How many guys are climbing to the top of a 14er at 65 years old? 
If I were to keep going on the trend, I should probably be about 20 pounds overweight right now because I'm almost 59. That would get me ready for that benchmark of 50 pounds overweight by the time I'm 65. That'd be the perfect weight for me to want to start uh, playing around in a trampoline gym or going to the rock climbing gym. That's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> uh, I might be getting off on a rant here, but the thing about it is, is we all have a history that sucks. And, and the reality is you got two choices. You can come to grips with it and put that shit aside, or you can allow it to get in the way of the things you want to do. Truth is, you maybe you love everything you're doing. And if that's the case, you don't need to watch this. But I bet, just think for a minute, just think for a minute how it feels to climb in that car after a hard-ass day work, pull out onto that on-ramp and realize that there's traffic that you can see for miles. It's all backed up. How does it feel to feel that anxiety? You grab that pile of envelopes off the counter, wherever you put your bills, and you start going through them, and you start watching as you're paying them, and the balance on that checking account just keeps going down and down and down, and pretty soon you ain't got shit except for another day of hard work. It's cool if you love it. It's cool if you're into what you're doing. I get that. But if you're honest with yourself, you're probably not into what you're doing. And that's where living your best life comes in. That's why I'm here. That's why I keep doing it. That's why I keep coming back. And at some point, guess what? You're going to figure it out. And if you're using the excuse that woe is me, oh, my life sucks. I can't do it because I'm poor. I can't do it because it's hard. I'm not trying to shame you, but the truth is there isn't any angel. The tooth fairy isn't going to come and say, oh, I see you can't afford to live or to buy a house or to rent a house, or I see that the unemployment checks have stopped and there's nothing left and you're still sitting there with your hands in your pockets. Sorry, there isn't a check coming in. I don't care if you're living a great life or not. If you ain't waking up every day excited about something or feeling the challenge, you know, when you're sitting in front of that table with all those puzzle pieces and you're just sitting there and all you got to do is get one and the feeling that it gives you when you do that that's what it is when you live your best life that's what it feels like when you wake up every day and you are like yeah all right all right this is this is becoming part of that i don't know if you've noticed it but the energy is kind of changing with all this it's because i've kind of decided that i'm okay being who i am and i'm okay with the advice i'm giving you because guess what i ain't asking you for shit i'm just sitting here talking thinking about my life and the best part about it is by spending this time thinking about how amazing my life is my life gets better right i am in a mistake proof right now because that's where the trouble comes in. It's when you lose focus with where you're going and all of a sudden you wander into a car lot and you're just over there hanging out, went for a walk with the wife and you look at that truck and then you get this idea in your head and it starts growing and it grows and grows and grows and before you know it, there you are. There you are. You're in there all excited. Your mouth is dry. You're shaking. You're scared, but you're excited and happy because you're getting a new truck. <laughs> and it isn't usually until you get home and you're like, oh, oh, should we have done that? Should we, oh, should we have done? And you're kind of nervous, but you're scared, but you don't want to let it go because it's so nice. 
and then the new wears off and the happiness goes away and all the all the unicorns and lollipops disappear and you're sitting yourself oh insurance plates oh plates god plates eighteen hundred dollars to put a piece of metal on your truck that authorizes you to drive it around pay somebody you've never met don't even know don't have any idea where that money's really going so you can have this fancy ass thing that no one gives a shit about and and in a year you're not going to give a shit about it either it's just going to be another truck because that's cool you know how when you first get a vehicle anything new you're like whoa whoa whoa, no sodas in here dude no sodas in here this is my new truck you spill that thing it's going to be on right and then a year later you're like ah oh, just kick those cans out of the way now don't worry about it it'll dry <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I hate to laugh at it, but it's almost, I mean, when I've looked at it, and maybe it's because I've spent so much time looking at it, but think about it. You're doing what? You spend your day doing what? And okay, so you have to work. I get that. What are you working for? And then, of course, there's all this baggage. The baggage of not being a good enough son, not feeling like you were loved. The world doesn't understand you. It's hard. Yeah. It is hard. It is hard. And it gets harder when we make excuses for why we're not moving on those things we keep talking about. Those I'm gonna's that we, that we keep talking about. That's how simple it is. Forget about it. I had a shitty childhood. I'll tell you a story next time about a man, a gun, and a bunch of dogs. This will kind of curl your toes a little bit. In fact, it's coming up on this one. But I just want to remind you, you're not alone in this. You are not the only person in the world who is going through shit right now. And the only difference is that you can allow that shit, that thing you're going through, that struggle you face, to crush you, to just put the, just smash you down to nothing. Or you can take a look at where you're at, start taking a look around and start making choices. You can decide, okay, this is what we need to do. I need to stabilize my income. I need to put myself in a position. We need to reduce expenses because money's tight right now. How are we going to do it? If that's the position you're in, that's about making your life better. I mean, think about it. Eating, not eating. Eating will make your life better. Having the money to pay your utility bills will make your life better. We don't, this is, this doesn't just apply to this amazing adventure that I'm living, but you can't let your past, you can't let that crap, like, like what I've been through get in your way. Why would you? That's the past. Get a time machine, go back, jump in there, try and fix that shit or don't. But it's, if you can't fix it, why worry about it? That's what I'm saying. Anyway, I could go on with this. This is kind of fun for me, but I don't know how else to say it. I've been through shit. You've been through shit. Everybody on social media who's living these dream lives, they wake up every day and they go through crap. They go through crap. They do what they have to do because of the things they want. And what they should be doing is going through crap for the things they love. It's not what you own that matters. It's what you do. It's how you live, right? Oh, life, life is so important. Well, if life is so important, why are we spending it doing so much shit we don't like? And again, I know, I know. I'm not interesting enough. That's all right. Still the truth. Still the truth. Hey, sis. So just so you know, everything worked out fine for me. My dad came and picked me up from the um, from the from the uh, foster home. I don't know what happened to Dick. I mean, eventually he was back in my life, and my mom and him stayed together for another four years, and then 
eventually he disappeared i think he went to the lake and never came back or something but that was the end of that that dramatic experience in my life it was a good one i'll tell you a little more about dick in a future podcast but you know all i'm saying is this i'm just making noise because i want someone to listen i want you just to take a look at your life and ask yourself one question are you doing it right and what's coming what are you planning for are you growing because you're running out of time just like i am you're running out of time so Anyway, as always, I really appreciate you jumping in here. Um, My life isn't perfect. I'm not some superstar. I don't have a bunch of money. I'm just a guy who figured out that it's a lot more fun to do the things I want to do than the things I have to do. It's a lot more fun to wake up every day with 50, 60 choices instead of having no choices. It's cool. It's cool to wake up and say, hey, what do you want to do today? And then you do it. That's, That's what I'm trying to give you. Is it easy? Does it make sense? Does it go, uh, is it in line with what you believe or what you know? Probably not, but it's still true. (laughs) So, hey, I get on this up and down thing with me. Hey, listen, as always, I appreciate you checking in. Come back with me. I'm going to start talking a little more about my life, about my relationship, about my kids and what we've done and what I think will help you grow to be the best, to live the best life you can live. So until next time, just remember today's your day. Make it a good one. 